One more time. You got it? But that's not me. Okay, that's weird. Hold on a second. Yeah, um, sh okay. You got it? Yeah, I wanted to do it on my computer, not on my phone, no, but it may just have to. It. Yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, hey, girl. Hi. I was trying to uh, log on to my computer, but hey, here I am. Hi. Yes. Instagram is not that advanced. I know I tried to do it on my computer, too. I was like, let me Google it before I look like a fool. But no, you only get to on your phone. Okay. Everything is on your phone. I feel like I'm so cloudy. Can do I look cloudy no, to you? No, you don't. You look good. Okay, good. Good. Great. Yes, Yay. welcome. Welcome to What's Your Mean the Conversation series. We are tonight we will be talking Hey, what who are you? Um Ike New Jersey. Hey. So we will be talking about personal style. Um I have written a book. I'm so proud of. I'm so like thankful. It's going to be released on October 3rd. So we're going to be diving into the topics. Males, you are definitely welcome because there's a special chapter for you, chapter four. But we're going to be diving into personal style, de defining what personal style means to you and knowing the difference between style, fashion, and also just having a mission for your personal style because personal style is love that fashion is, is is a moment so i'm gonna read a nice little passage from my book and, and then we're gonna dive right into a dialogue with eliza from wardrobe boss which we will get all into our business a little bit later <laughs> But let's get into the topic. So a part of so one so the beginning section, the introduction chapter, I talk about I get into the just uh what is the difference between personal style and fashion because it is always asked and I'm reading my section from the book. So I ultimately define fashion as a self expression depending on how you talk or how you dress. Fashion can be a self expression of the latest, greatest and most popular trends out mm -hmm. right now. Fashion takes our attention away from ourselves. Fashion can be a way can be a way to distance yourself from yourself, which may be a desirable thing for some people at some point in time. But my core audience is looking to dress for other reasons that make sense for their future, last a long time, and keep the focus on them. When it comes to personal style, though, it is where your personality shines through and it is reflective in what you wear, how you feel in your clothes, and how you how you select and shop for clothes and accessories. Personal style brings brings our attention and attention directly to ourselves. It is a way to have a closer relationship with yourself. I have a whole chapter on that later on, but we're not going to get into it now. As its focus and orientations are on the self and, and how it's informed and expressed in clothing choices. I know you're probably thinking, what the hell is the difference, Bakara? Fashion forms a relationship <laughs> with the internal things that are irrelevant to your lifestyle, body shape, and core identity, while mm -hmm. personal style forms a relationship with the internal things that are relevant to your lifestyle, body shape, and core identity. With fashion changing every so often, you can dig yourself into debt, create confusion and inconsistency with your image or convey um, the wrong message. So, my question for tonight, which is like the overall spectrum of tonight's discussion, how do you define personal style and since you are in the fashion industry i had to dig i had to do a couple of layers so how did you define your personal style when you were in your 20s so that first of all i love your introduction because one thing that stood out to me it's so good and and i i I know where you're coming from because you feel like when you said, what the hell are you talking about, Mikara? Uh, some people are not going to get you on that level. But um, you are really dropping some heavy jewels. And I'm glad that you brought that up because you said fashion can take you away from yourself. That was a really great way to put it because it can. And so to answer your question, you know, in my 20s, right, if you ask me, 
uh, define your style in your 20s. I would probably say, well, I was creative on a below-than-baller budget, right? I shopped fast, fast, fast fashion, and I absolutely followed the trends. And I mixed and matched everything I had to the best of my ability, but I didn't know who I was, okay? Yeah. So I was really dressing for other people, not myself, okay? Because I didn't know who I was, and I was discovering who I was. So in my 20s, I had no idea. And I did walk into a room at that time wanting um, to impress people and wanting to be noticed because that's what I thought that I had to do. And so I wasn't at my confidence game. Okay. I was learning who I was. So to answer your question in my twenties, that's what it was for me. It was more fashion than style. Although I did have my own style, I will say that, but it was more of being a follower and discovering who I was. Okay. I would definitely have to say I was definitely in a discovery phase, but I was heavy into thrift stores. I oh, just wow. loved digging into the thrift stores and going back in time. And I mean, accessories have always been my thing. So I don't want to say I was chasing fashion. I just love the excitement of just finding one of a kind pieces in thrift stores. So, um, Unintentionally, I was balling on a budget, but I just love the discovery of just finding stuff, going to estate sales, garages. Like, I got very creative even before I even decided I wanted to be into fashion. I I mean, I have pictures where I was just 21 or 20, and people are like, that's you? And I'm like, yeah, like, I've always been into vintage. And I'm like, yeah, I only paid, like, $20, or I got this for, like, $5. Um but yeah, I would have to say that I just loved one of a kind. I did not like looking like everyone else. And mm. I love just the, I love mixing the modern with the very old. So I was like an old young lady, as someone would say. <laughs> and where did that come from? Um, before I got into fashion, I worked in the health field. So while I was going to school, I was working with elderly and, you know, some of my mannerism or like the jewelry, like they identified. So they were like, you're like a young old lady. And I'm like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> so. It's interesting to know where people develop their style from like what are the things you collect in life as you go along so that's why i asked you that and you see that's fascinating to me because now i can connect that and it's like oh that makes perfect sense yes yeah i was around a lot i was around older people and they're like, oh i got some earrings and when I, you come back i'm gonna show you and i'm like all right <laughs> i'm gonna show you all of my jewelry collection so yeah, I just love the discovery and just looking at yeah, that's how I got like fascinated with stuff. So nice. So, so now that you are a mature woman, <laughs> <laughs> how would you define your personal style now? That's a really good question. Um, I have a signature style, right? And my personal style aligns with my core beliefs and my personal style aligns with my lifestyle. Right. And I no longer feel like I have to impress anybody. I don't feel like I need to walk into the room and be seen. I don't feel like I need to be the best dressed because I know who I am. So I do have an authenticity and a confidence about my own personal style. And that's not arrogance, right? It's right. not arrogance. I just know who I am and I own it. And I've evolved into that as well. Like I know my lifestyle. So I dress for my lifestyle. I'm not running around the city um, looking like sex in the city with Jimmy Choo's on so that Everyone can look at me and I can, you know, act like I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. That's not my lifestyle. Right. So I know who I am. I know how to own it. And another thing about my personal style is that I really enjoy opening my closet and either liking, really liking or loving everything in there. That does not mean that everything has to be designer. So please hear me clearly because it's not about that, right? But I really enjoy loving what's in my closet. And I, you know, when I say like um, that my personal style aligns with my core values, like 
I am more of a minimalist and people don't think that people are like, they think I have so many clothes because I'm very creative in how I mix and match things, but I don't have a whole, so many clothes and so many shoes. I honestly don't like that. And, um, it doesn't work for me. And I think it doesn't work for most people. And when I coach my clients, I do, they love like this minimalistic wardrobe. And so that's part of my lifestyle. And so I really live by it. Like I don't live past the real estate in my home because I live in an apartment in Manhattan. So as you can imagine, I have a very small amount of real estate. And so I don't want to live out that real estate because then you're like, I don't know what I have and everything's on top of each other and that doesn't help anybody. So all of those things really do go along with my personal style. Right. Okay. And what would you say your top three core values are when you are dressing? Um, well, I think if I had to like describe what my style was, I would definitely say classic, mm -hmm. clean, and with an edge. Like I have to okay. inject style somewhere in there and my own way, right? So, and when I say clean, I mean um, the way things fit, right? Mm -hmm. um, presentation. I think um, presentation is a, it's always been very important to me um i don't know why but as a kid i really loved clothes more than i loved fashion i just loved the way clothes were made i loved the way clothes look on people um you know my mother dressed beautifully my aunts dressed beautifully even my father was a great dresser so um you know i saw that and you know my dad was a very sharp clean um, dresser and he was a military guy and so you know there were always shoe trees in his shoes in the closet his belts were always organized I never saw like a sloppy I guess dad and so yeah. that always just stuck with me and I think that just kind of became ingrained with my own sense of style and so um I think that's what I mean by clean, like sharp, because you could, you don't have to have, yeah, you don't have to have the most expensive right. clothes to be polished. And a little polish brings a lot of power. I think a little polish goes a long way. So that right. that's my answer. Yes. Okay. So I would describe my style. I feel like my style changes like every 10 years. I'm in my 30s and it has completely changed from when I was in my 20s. Um, it's not because I got bigger, I actually got smaller, but I would say I dress for comfort first because I do a lot of moving around and yeah, I need to be able to, yeah, I would say comfort, um, versatile and gaudy. My accessories are very gaudy. I'm bald. I have nothing. Yeah, I have. I just have face, and I don't like to wear a lot of makeup. I'm not like a big makeup girl. I will wear a pop a pop a lip, some mascara. Make sure my eyebrows are good, but the accessories it's just gaudy. Um, but yeah, that is my my thing. Even on my down days, my down days, I still can have a uh, amazing jacket, like a motorcycle jacket or a vintage denim jacket. And then I still have a t-shirt, some stretch pants on, and then like some like avant-garde earrings. It's just, it just has to be. And then my nails have to be done. Like that's another thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, I dress for comfort, versatility, and quality. Um, I, I love, love that. Huh? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't come from a fashion like a family in my childhood. I actually was a track star. So comfort is like, yeah, putting on track suits or stretch pants. Like that is like my comfort zone. I have ran AAU. So I'm like all about um yeah, just being comfortable. And I know sometimes you cannot be comfortable when you're fashion forward. But um, I still have to like incorporate it in some shape or form. Um, as far as like, where did I get it from? Um, I'm gonna have to definitely say watching my uncle. I would watch Ooh. my uncle when I spent when I was spending the night with my grandmother's house. 
he was a detective, so he would work like the overnight shift. So when he would get up on Fridays, because Fridays was his nights off, um, I would see I would sit on these stairs and just watch my uncle get ready to go to the club every Friday night. And he would tell me to go pick out his cologne. And when it was winter time, I remember he told me to go get that Don to go get that Donna Cara coat. And he loved, he was the first male I ever watched wear um, salmon pink. That's not pink, that's salmon pink. All right, okay. Right. <laughs> so um, I just admired that. And then also just looking at my aunts, um, she used to get her outfits made. And I was like, man, are you rich? This is like before Instagram. This is like in the 1995. Right. Get, she would just get all dolled up just to go party. She would go pay seamstress, get her outfits made. And I just thought that was just like so glamorous because all you would see that was that stuff on TV and maybe like a couple of people in New York. But um, other than that, yeah, no, no, my parents are not fashion forward. They're just regular folks. Um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I just fell in love with just going inside the thrift store and I just grabbed on quick. You know, it's interesting that you said about your uncle that he was a detective and I'm just cracking up because my dad was a detective. So it must have been something about these detectives that they had to be sharp. So um, I think that's pretty funny. And, you know, I, I love what you said about the jewelry, especially the estate jewelry, because I have to tell you this. I find this with so many of my clients. Um, they're like, my grandmother left me her jewelry collection or my mom, my aunt, somebody left me the jewelry collection. Then they show me the jewelry, right? It's a mix yeah. of fine and costume. And they're like, you know, I don't know what to do with this. And I'm thinking to myself, you're sitting on a pot of gold here and right. it's just to have fun with it, right? If it's uh, um, fine jewelry and it's heirloom jewelry, I get that if that if you want to wear that for special occasions. But the thing is, they left it to you to wear it, to use it. So like, I appreciate that you took advantage of that because I have, there are so many women that they're like, look, and then they show me this thing and they're like, and I don't know what to do with it. So I love to get in their closet and to help them incorporate it because that's the reason someone left you their collection right. is so that you can enjoy it and you can use it and you can give it new life when they're gone so i, yeah, I love I, that you do that yeah i had this elderly lady she had all boys she had five boys but she had so much jewelry and she's like, I want you to have it because I see I've seen you work here for two years and you had different earrings. And sometimes when you work double, I saw you switch your earrings. And I'm like, you paid attention. So she's like, I contacted your manager and I asked them, can I give this to you? Because, you know, you can't they can't give it to you. Right. So she um, so my manager um, at the home agency uh, agreed to it. So she's like, I want her to have this. So she had given me like all of this jewelry like earrings um the pins the butt the to sew the buttons on it i was just like oh my god this is so beautiful this is <laughs> i still have some of this stuff but man oh man do i love accessories i don't care about anything else but accessories i'm like a little kid in a candy shop they're very important accessories, very important. Yes. You know, I feel like I always tell my clients, like, you start with a blank canvas and then you elevate that and then you finish the look. I, you know, you, you always have to finish the look and accessories are very important. And I find that people are intimidated by accessories, even yeah. belts. I'm like, belts are so important. And people are like, I have two belts or three belts. And right, there's never any judgment, but then I've got to push them into that. And then some people are like, I never thought I would wear a belt. I never thought I would be into belts. And you know, sometimes it's just something that simple. That's why your book is so important and your approach in your book is so important because not everybody is born with that. You know, I was born, I just so happened to fall in love with clothing, right? You got it from your uncle or whatever it is. And I think there are many people, men and women who don't have that and they try to like figure it out. You know, there's two people on this line. One of them is, I, I want to tell you this quick story. It's a young man I met 
in Soho on Prince Street at the train station. And he's like half my age and I just love to style. And I don't know, we just started talking and we've remained friends ever since because this kid has such an amazing, unique style. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, 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 you know, I just, I appreciate that. I love going around and complimenting people and, um, you know, it's important for the book that you wrote because I think there are people who can't connect to that um, organically yeah. and they need to know, well, what do I do to discover my style, right? And that's, I'm sure that's the reason that you wrote this book. Oh, God, yes. I go very, very extensive. Each chapter is a concept. This, this, the first concept is finding your mission. And finding your mission has to do with what's going on in your overall life because it needs to align with your wardrobe. So I go very extensive. If you are not ready or prepared to do any personal development with your wardrobe makeover, then this book is not for you. But um, yeah, I mentioned in the book, like you never heard anyone say like, oh, I gained weight. I can't fit this necklace. So right I mean, yeah so like accessories will always be wearable no matter if you gain weight you lose weight you're sick you have any you just you can just throw it on and it brings life to your outfit and i love that you said that right because sometimes somebody said this to me once and i it, it just stuck with me because it was a great thing that this person said he said that even when he's having a bad day and he doesn't feel good when he wears clothes, it brings him back at some point in the day to connect to feeling good again because he's enjoying what he's wearing. Yeah. And I thought, wow, what a great way to fake it till you make it. So I think it's very important that you said that because sometimes you've got to push yourself. Mm -hmm. You can't just stay there and expect something to change. And I think that... Um, one thing that I notice is that there are people in very high positions that have really worked hard um, in their careers and really have made it to such a high position, but, and they have everything going. And the one thing that sometimes holds them back is that they do not elevate their style. Yes. So what happens is when you are invited to do a TED talk or, you know, a, a big talk somewhere, people you know love what you have to say but mm -hmm. they do they are watching you so if you look dated they're going to have a little bit of less respect for you and i know somebody might be thinking that's terrible to say it's true, it's true. so i'm going to say it yeah your okay? image says so many things the clothes the silhouette the style the color the color alone color psychology alone sets the tone yes. uh, yeah, it sets the tone and also just knowing the shade for your undertone as well. Um, it's just so many layers. I mean, it's a nonverbal communication. And 70% of, of your talking of, of yeah, 70% of communication is nonverbal. So when when I, when I speak to my clients or anyone that should talk to me, when you walk into the door and you have no chance to speak, like your image speaks before you actually get a word out. So it's very important that your image is together. I'm not saying your style needs to be fashion forward, but your whole presentation visually needs to be like on point. I again, I can be wearing my usual my my down day, my gaudy accessories, a t-shirt, a jacket, and someone could say, "Hey, are you are you in the fashion industry?" Because I can tell, and I'm just like, "How can you tell?" And it's just, I'm, and I'm saying this is not my best day, but people still can tell because of my visual presentation is consistent. Even on my bad days, my mid days, and my best days, it's still a consistency of my visual presentation. Yeah, and people need to align that to who they are authentically, right? If mm -hmm. you know that you're not going to walk around the city um, with four-inch heels, then that's fine. You don't have to, right? But you find the shoe that fits you, that fits your lifestyle, but that also has, you know, a little something. You've got to be sharp. You've got to be polished. And if you're like, well, um, I'm too afraid to wear colors, then like you said, then you can use accessories. There's so many ways 
um, to do it, but you've got to find what fits you because when some, you know, the, the comfort factor that you said is super important. And I'm not talking about Lululemon comfort factor, right? But you've got to be comfortable because if you're not comfortable in an outfit, you're not going to own it. Of course yeah. it's going to show. Exactly, right? When a person walks into the room, it's the first thing they're going to notice. And then they're going to be self-conscious because they're mm -hmm. like, why did I wear this dress? I, you know, is my back fat right. showing? Is like is whatever it is, right? <laughs> so I think it's home, girl. right. So you've got to know what works for you. What works for me is not going to work for you. What works, what looks good on you, it's not going to look good on me. You've got to know your lane. And then when you're in your lane, it doesn't mean you only stay in that lane. You rock in your lane, but then you elevate it as you go, as you get more confident, as you discover who you are, as you discover, oh my gosh, I didn't know I could wear yellow or orange. This is amazing. Like, and it, I don't, there's no reason to be intimidated of, of clothes they're just clothes nothing to be intimidated yeah. about i definitely break it down like i know my introduction in the book is like it's probably it's longer than a usual but it's informative but you just gotta find what's best for you and you cannot be a copycatter shopper shopper because you just taking stuff off of the mannequin or what the girl wore you're just putting yourself back 10, 10 times back like you're you're i call it the follow the fashion game it's similar to follow the leader but you're following the leader and you don't even know what your intention what your mission do you know what your body shape is do you know what your do you know what color do you have a color palette what are your calendar activities so you know what fabrics is compatible with what you're doing um yeah what are you dressing for like are you traveling are you what kind when you work do you sit down most of the day like you have to know all of this and man oh man do i do a very extensive <laughs> layout and exercises for people to practice but yeah it's a lot that goes into it you I, we're not just here to well maybe some stylists do it but the the real holistic ones really need to hone in on the personal the personal the person the core right. the identity right. of who you are so that it can align with your everyday lifestyle and and that's why i love the fact that you put a book together um because and i want you to talk about the name of your book again i mean this is your your mm -hmm. live but um you know what i think is really important that you said is that you know, sometimes people say, I don't, you know, I don't want to clean my house. I don't want to spend time cleaning my house. I don't want to spend time cleaning your house. If you don't want to spend time cleaning your house, then hire a person to clean your house. You know why? Because it saves you time. Right. And that time saves you energy. And that energy, it's worth you paying for it if it's buying you time. It's the same thing with a stylist. If you don't know what you're doing, and that is an area that you've been neglecting, mm -hmm. which is no judgment because you're married, because your career, because your kids, because you have to take care of your elderly parents, right. all of that is understandable. We all go through it. But when in doubt, hire a professional especially if if it's going to take you to the next level find the person who works for you it doesn't mean that yes our personal stylist um costly they are but you know you're getting what you pay for and you do your research and you find the person who works for you but this is not a throwaway thing this is you know for anyone who says oh well, i don't really care what i look like or it's because you're not in tune with loving yourself i don't care what anybody says if you don't care about what you look like you're not in tune with loving yourself again no judgment yeah, but let's no call it what it is yeah, because that's what we're here for. And it's okay to love yourself. And it's okay to have self-awareness. And it's okay to look good. You don't have to um, feel guilty because you want to look better and other people can't handle it. That's their problem. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's important for people to vet some stylists. Yes. Because a lot of my clients come to me, they've already had a stylist before or a personal shopper. There's a distinction between a personal shopper and a stylist. I definitely yes. put that in the Q&A, but um, they come to me, they're very skeptical. So they pick my brain, which I don't mind now because I've just noticed a trend who um, of the clients that come to me, they, they've experienced it and it's always bad. So, mm. 
yeah, it's always bad. And then I have to, you know, I have to answer their questions to make them feel comfortable. And when I provide like my technique of why I'm doing or why am I asking these certain questions is because I have, you have to align your wardrobe with what you do every day. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm trying to set you up with, whatever you're going i mean you may be someone in the c-level management and you have about three to five negotiations or you maybe you have showings you need to you need to put your best foot forward not only yes. with your knowledge and your expertise but you also need to be visually you know pleasing when you are pristine when you are in front of these people you're, you're oftentimes getting prejudged by yeah. people before you're doing business affairs so it's important that you look your best and not, not only look your best but your closet needs to be organized because if you're screaming where's my damn shirt or where's my tie where's that where's I, where's my other sock you need to be that's losing time that's losing energy that's being frustrated and you're supposed to be focused on work you're supposed to be focused on putting stuff together you're already starting your day off all wrong so i mean depending on how you vet your stylist or what your end goal is definitely know what you want out of hiring a stylist know what their specialties are because each of us are different because eliza is a stylist as well based in new york city she has her specialty i have my specialty we both do closet organization but the way she does it is totally different from right. what i do um but yeah vetting i think people definitely need to get into that conversation because um yes a lot of stylists call themselves i mean sorry a lot of shoppers call themselves stylists and you just pretty much pick up items or find great deals you don't know you don't have the knowledge or i mean maybe some do i don't know but i'm just speaking in general um you don't have the knowledge or the expertise or the connections or the built rapport of pulling clothes or putting together um outfit or in my sake i can draft up a pattern and put stuff together or rework clothes um right you may not know how to do that do you know how to sew yes i do not okay. know how to sew but your so, point yeah, is yeah but that's the thing like people need to ask like specific questions because everyone's yes. knowledge or expertise or skill level is like higher than others right and you make a really good point because you have a very um extensive background mm -hmm. in fashion you have so many different avenues that you've worked in and so that's really important me too i have so many different avenues and um i guess education we have a certain level of education and no i i don't know how to sew but i know clothes i know how they're made and so that's what makes us at a certain level in our game we're not somebody who's coming in from a store and now all of a sudden i'm a stylist because i know how to put an outfit together this is way beyond that, that. we have yes we have extensive um education in this even you've even modeled like you yeah. have a much different skill set than I do but I say that to say not to brag on us but just to say yes you need someone who really knows what they're doing who knows clothing who knows how clothing's made who knows the difference between contemporary advanced designer like there's just so many things to it it's not just I know how to put an outfit together and here right. you go and I'm so fabulous it's 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 not that and you know she's written a book because she knows what she's doing she's modeled she's designed I mean there's so much you've done Mikara and I'm I'm really um so proud of you for making this oh, book so. I feel like it's about time it's girl because, time. yeah you have a lot to offer and you know I'm here to celebrate that and celebrate you yes it's been a long time so let's dive into what my book is um yes. so it's called what's your mean the name of my company is mean consultancy but the book is called what's your mean and the subtitle is discover your fashion identity mean i am spelling out um each chapter is spelling out a concept in a word so mean m stands for mission I, I'm not going to finish the rest, but we today we covered mission. Um, <laughs> each chapter is a concept, and I have a case study, client story, 
um, exercises for you to practice and of course a lesson in jewels. Um, the first chapter is me in my 20s. So I dive into me finding my own fashion identity by simply a haircut. Um, and then that leads into me just, you know, just trying to figure figure my fashion identity out. Um, and also me living in Miami. I'm a New Jersey girl living in Miami, going to school, and I just got very fr frustrated. So, I, yeah, so there's stories in there that fall into how I, how I found my fashion um, identity. I have chapter two is a new mom. She lost her confidence and how that depleted her uh her image mm -hmm. and then chapter three i have a corporate woman she could buy whatever she want at the drop of a dime she wanted to spend ten thousand dollars on a suit she could buy it, but there was something she did not have and that is the name of the con that is the name of chapter three and chapter four is my guy i had so much fun working with i had so much fun bothering him for this um so for him, he's a divorcee and pretty much his wife dressed him and his wife just set him up for disaster and he was very <laughs> stagnant. So, oh. so so he got divorced and he moved and he wanted a new, um, yeah, he just wanted a new way of life. He stumbled across a friend at a bar and I got referred like him. He went through a, he went through a couple of stylists. And I was his third um, one. So he kind of picked my brain. That's in the book as well. And we have like a one-on-one. -on -one and I and I'm I'm just a very transparent type of girl. So I'm ready to have conversations. So we have that in the book. You guys will see, you guys will learn. Um, and then the last one is my content creator. And and she she did not really have a great companionship with her fashion meaning her personal mm. style it was a disconnect so you know she's using you know content creators they use fashion very disposable so the name of the chapter is what she was um missing so and there's also like in between chapters of each letter so and then also the exclamation mark there's a reason why there's a gap between exclamation mark and the question mark so exclamation mark is the um it's pretty much the unspoken word of woman your femininity like there's no word for it it's it's that it's an exclamation mark so that chapter is all about femininity women using your femininity your softness into your look um so yes that is my book i worked very and where can people it. find your book yeah, that is yeah, that's my book. I started it during the fan, the the pandemic since I had drastically changed. Yeah, since I did your podcast, everything has shifted. Um the fashion and of course the fashion industry was pretty much uh -huh. shut down and that was like a large percentage of my revenue. So there was none of that and I had like a small percentage of my corporate people's still, you know, hey, I still need help because I'm still going to hearings, I'm still going yeah. to court via Zoom. I'm still doing, you know, meetings via Zoom. I need to look good and then I need to like restructure my closet. So I still had them. So my mentor was like, well you still have clients. You know, people are people are like looking for clients and you still have clients. He's like, I, I think you should shift your business model. So I did that. And while I was doing that, I just said, I might as well just, um, I might as well just start writing my book. Cause I initially wanted to write a book. I just didn't know what phase in my life I wanted to write a book, mm -hmm. but I had always started writing. I always doodle. I always have ideas. I'm kind of crazy, but, um, but yeah, it just made sense while I had a lot of downtime and just observing everything. And it just made sense. I just reached back to my old clients. I re-interviewed them like, hey, I'm writing a book. Um, I would like to relive this, this story because I think this is the suiting for the concept of this chapter. And I did, yeah, so that's that's what it was. I changed their names around, of course. Right. Keep, keep their identity. But but um, yeah, I have my team. I had an author coach, man on oh man, finding uh finding everything else was just a lot. But we got through it. We got through it. The books will be here at my warehouse on Yay. this Friday. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm in super like promo mode right now. We we are like less than two months away. 
This is so exciting. So you're going to have to come back on my podcast and talk about it. But you know what I really love is the personal stories. And I love that you used yourself as a personal story, right? Because what better way to get your, to know your stylist if she's trans, you know, than her being transparent about her own style journey. Right. Come on. I mean, I love that you did that. I love that you used all your expertise, but the personal stories are a big deal, especially when they see how you interact with them, because then they see your level of skill and then they see where you had a person, where they started and where you took them to. And that I know is really the beauty for you because with my clients, that is the beauty for me. I always look at them like, a clothed flower and then I see these people blossom right. and I mean I have some clients that I'm like I don't even recognize you anymore like who are you you're right. so like amazing and fabulous and like your whole their whole energy and aura changes because they're owning it and mm -hmm. you know it's nice to work to go little by little with them instead of just saying right it's it's more than about us just saying here wear this right. no it's not about that we're teaching you what works for you, what works for your body type, what works for your lifestyle, what works for the industry you're in, what works for your life, period, right. and, and what you like. Not what we tell you what to wear, but what you like and what you're comfortable in. That's what makes you own it. And the beauty of seeing people coming to like this just great place and being so confident in who they are, like that is the cherry on the cake for me that is such a um like the biggest compliment i can have to see someone blossom and be so happy and owning their style i feel like i just maybe brought a little more sunshine to the world and it's something as silly as wardrobe right people are probably like oh get over yourself girl I know, right? it's just Rose, but to us it's not where you know we're it's a it's a passion for me as it is for you yeah i love the, when they're like checking themselves out twice like oh is that is that me, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah that's you she keep checking yourself out <laughs> yes i think it's fun it feels like a girl it feels like yeah i'm helping you get ready like go ahead check yourself out twice yes. in the mirror yes i think i, it's agree. So, I love it it's, but let's so we're gonna wrap this up this was a yes. nice little discussion i love this yeah was, thank you for having me yes i was like let me let me reach out to her since i've been high i'm like so hibernating but i had to finish the book but let's get to know about you where people can find you what you do what your specialty because i will be definitely sharing this on my other platforms as well so, Liza, oh, thank you. you, your business, she's also a stylist. Let's get into it. So I'm Eliza and I am a New York City based stylist, although I travel everywhere. I have clients in London. I have clients on the West Coast. So I travel wherever clients need me. And um, I am just really passionate about helping people really live out their own authenticity through their own personal style, whatever, you know, we develop the style as we go along. But I love to start with people where they are and say, okay, you know, we work little by little until you get to be the best version of yourself. And I feel like that's now it's like an overused term, but it really is what I do. I'm very passionate about that. And I love to see people really live out their full potential in wardrobe because it's not about the clothes. It's about the confidence. And once you own like your, your style, your confidence follows. And that really does create a happier person and a happier life. And, you know, it also branches out into different parts of your life I really believe your home should be happy and so for me it's not just about wardrobe but like you said uh, your your drawers have to be you know organized your home should be organized your home is is your little heaven on this earth and so I feel like that's all it all ties together it's very important and I'm just really a coach to help people get to their best authentic self and just be happy and I do it through wardrobe and that's what I do and where do I live I live right here on Instagram um, you know I don't post that much but I'm always in my stories I'm here I, you can always find me here you can inbox me if you have any questions if you're like I'm visiting New York where can I shop that's not like a 
store that every, you know, that's mm -hmm. not Vuitton. That's not, what are these little niche shops in New York? Where can I get this? I want something made. Where should I, you know, those kind of things. I'm, I'm happy to help, but, you know, I'm here today supporting my friend. She wrote a book. Um, Mikara wrote a book, and, you know, she's... She really knows a lot about the fashion industry. She's been in it for a long time. She knows a lot of different aspects of it. And, you know, to write a book is a big thing. And she's writing a book from a place of expertise. Like, she knows her craft. So if you are a person who's like, you know what? Maybe I should. Maybe it's time that I start looking at... Um, revamping my style right or refreshing my style i think her book is a great introduction because she talks about her own personal journey but she also brings you into the journeys of her clients which is very personal right. it's very personal and it's not easy for people to have to listen to us because there's a lot of psychology behind it too there's personal things they have to share with us and there's personal bridges we may have to cross to get to where they're going and um it, that's all part of the the process but we love it and um i'm really like so happy for you that um you know that you wrote a book because this is something that could change your life for a better way and you know you live it so i'm i'm, I'm like i said i'm just here to support you and champion you and cheer you on yes but that's where yeah. you can find me right on instagram at wardrobe boss <laughs> yes okay Oh, child, this has been so, I, I really like this. This was very, this was very, very fun. Yeah. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. What's your mean? The conversation series. If you guys are yes. interested in the giveaway, I have a giveaway. If you want to enter the giveaway, definitely log on to www.mean, that's M-I-I-E-N dot C-O forward slash giveaway. And those are the instructions to enter the giveaway. I will be doing a weekly book giveaway. Yes, I said weekly. I will wow. be announcing three wow. awesome. winners every Wednesday at 6 a.m. When you log on the website, you will see how I will be announcing. But every week, I will be handing out with three different winners until the book is released. So if you guys are interested, definitely log on or if you don't want to go through the hassle for a week i'm going to give you a 10 percent discount use the nice. word mission all lowercase because that is that was our topic for today it's the style mission so the password is mission if you want to use the 10 percent discounts my name is makara reed thanks so much for tuning in this is so much fun we're going to be doing this next week we're gonna have a nice little we're gonna have a nice little co-host but like if you want to join girl come on join oh, thank you thank you very much um thank you for having me uh, i just want to say hi to the people joining uh, if you have any questions you can hit up mikara you can hit me up e-levels i see you my podcast producer was on as well ken so thank you guys for joining um i'm really glad that you had me and i celebrate you congratulations on your book i think it's awesome Yes. Next week, I'm going to really have it in my hand because it will be here on Friday. It took like four yes. five weeks to print production. Jesus. <laughs> we are finally here. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye. Are you interested in entering the What's Your Mean book giveaway? I am so excited to announce my very own debut book, What You Mean, Discover Your Fashion Identity. It is a must read book for anyone looking to unlock their true potential and achieve success in their personal and professional lives through fashion identity with practical tips and inspiring stories. It is a game changer for those ready to take their life to the next level through fashion. Now, a free cop free copies of this book will be won in advance with winners announced weekly. Yes, weekly. Eligibility all 
contestants participating in this contest should be residing in the United States and must be over the age of 21. The directions for the book giveaway are as follows. Number one, join a discussion by voicing your thoughts on our voicemail. You can leave a voicemail at the number 202-656-2306 or upload your voice notes to this link below which is the mean notes podcast just simply just tap the send voice message all audio submission deadlines are by friday of every week at 3 p.m eastern standard time second one is subscribe to our newsletter yes the newsletter the mean zine which you can simply go on www.mean as m-i-i-e-n dot c-o forward slash join Number three, share our image on your Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or LinkedIn and tag us at Mean Consultancy. That's M-I-I-E-N-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-A-N-C-Y. And number four, all names must be in the voice notes, emails for the newsletter and social media handles while sharing should be similar. We all want to identify, so make sure things are aligned. Important notice, contestants must have all requirements completed by Friday of every week at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Times. Winners will be announced the following week at the What's Your Mean, the Afterthought via podcast episode and the mean zine which is our newsletter. Remember, the earlier you complete all requirements, the better your chances of winning your audio submission should be should be in a clear and audible format if the voice is unrecognizable or unclear it will not count voice notes will be used and uploaded to me notes podcast after thought series only however Names and identity will be kept confidential. And lastly, submissions that are late or incomplete will not be considered. We strongly advise you to carefully read the submission guidelines before sending in your audio recording. Good luck to all participants. Note, we value fairness and transparency in our selection process, unclaimed or unresponsive winners within 48 hours after announcement will be disregarded and automatically awarded to the next participants. Once you are a winner, your entry afterwards is not valid. All right. So that is the book giveaway directions. I look forward to seeing and hearing you guys responses in regards to leaving a voice note for the book giveaway all right my name is macari and i will check you guys out later bye guys